Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 98. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, you asked for it and I created it. My first free ebook, 10 Incredible Insights from 10 Incredible Entrepreneurs is published, all four pages of it. Simply go to eofire.com and subscribe to my newsletter. You will get immediate access to the top business insights from the likes of Barbara Corcoran, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, and seven other incredible guests. Prepare to ignite. Okay, let's get started. I am simply electrified to introduce my guest today, Sheila Veers. Sheila, are you prepared to ignite? I am. All right. Sheila is the co-founder of the premium fitness and yoga bag brands, LiveWell360, which is taking the fitness world by storm. LiveWell360 has been featured in various top fitness publications, including Oxygen Magazine, Men's Health, Shape, and on Livestrong.com. In addition, Sheila has created a program for women called Rock Your Dream Body, based off her own weight loss journey, which helps women end emotional eating and self-sabotage so they can get their dream body and feel amazing in their skin. Giving Fire Nation a little overview, Sheila, but why don't you take it from here? Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you and then a little bit about your business. Yeah, well, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur, and so it's I have a lot of different things that I'm interested in in regarding health and fitness, and one of them was in creating the line of fitness bags and also in helping to motivate women to you know see themselves as they truly are, as I like to say, and to help them to really step into this lifestyle of making health and fitness fun and making it feel like something that you get to do, not something that you have to do. And that really all began back with my own journey um, and uh, becoming healthy and fit, losing weight, and meeting my husband who was also on his own health and fitness journey coming together um, right around the time where he had just lost about 80 pounds. Well, he had lost about, I would say, 50 pounds by that point, and then together he had lost another 30 pounds. And we both, you know, health and fitness really just became something that was really important to us. And along the way, one of the things that we realized that was lacking in our, our routine was having a bag that could keep up with our our active lifestyle. We both had a lot of really crappy duffel bags along the way where, you know, he would end up with shoe prints on his nice clean white shirts at work or, you know, my personal biggest pet peeve, I would end up with my jewelry in a giant knot in the bottom of the bag. And we felt like, you know, there has to be a a better way. Um, And after two years of research and design, we developed uh, the first bag in our line of fitness bags called the Core. And then we've since then gone on to develop two other bags that we have kind of coined as the ultimate bags, like the bags that we were searching for but could never find along our journey. Wow. Well, I definitely have my share of old crappy duffel bags in my closet right now, being an athlete growing up. And just seems like it was such a great aha moment that the two of you had together. And I just love how you keep referring to the journey that you've been on, because that's what Entrepreneur on Fire is all about. And I really look forward to delving more into your specific product later in this interview. But for now, we'll transition to the first topic, which 
is a success quote because at Entrepreneur on Fire, we really love to get that motivational ball rolling and get the listeners excited for the content that you have to share with us. So Sheila, what do you have for your favorite success quote? The quote that I love is by Napoleon Hill, and it is, the starting point of all achievement is desire. I love that quote. And his book, Think and Grow Rich, is an absolute classic. It never gets old. For all you Kindle users out there, it's only 99 cents. So definitely purchase that book. It's so worth it. Sheila, how do you actually apply that quote to your everyday mentality? Well, I think that the quote has great meaning to me because this is really where success truly starts is with your desire. But for many people, that's also where it ends too, because they shoot themselves in the foot by, you know, following up that, that desire with fear and anxiety and just not feeling good enough. And so my motto is really that if you think it, you really can achieve it, but you just have to stay open and ready for opportunities and, and also stay you know in alignment with your intuition so that you can hear those hunches as they come along you know and show up along your way what's something that you just decided to think and then that actually became a reality that i could be an entrepreneur that i was capable of it that i could you know at the time i think that being naive was actually really helpful to me because had I known all of the different things that I would come upon, you know, in this journey, I probably would have been scared to death. But I think just taking that step and saying, you know what, I can do this. And then figuring it out along the way was really one of the most empowered things that I I have ever done for myself. I love that, Sheila. And let's continue the journey that we've alluded to prior. In every entrepreneur's journey, we encounter failure on some levels every single day. It's part of being an entrepreneur. It's what makes us better as people. It makes us grow. It makes us pivot. It inspires us to move forward and overcome. Can you take us back to some point in your journey where you encountered a challenge or an obstacle or a failure, however you want to term it, and what you did to overcome that barrier? Yeah, I, I like to see them as challenges because I believe every perceived failure is actually a stepping stone to greater and greater heights of success. And, you know, it's through these challenges that we really learn what we want for our lives and then can adjust ourselves so that we're lining up with moving towards what it is that we do want, you know. And so it's it's really, I believe that failure or challenges are what give us the clarity that really help us to step into our own greatness. And so I don't really focus a lot on, you know, regret or worrying about the past or or really seeing, you know, perceiving them as failure. I just really like to see it as something that, you know, has helped me to become more of the empowered person that I really am. And it's through those challenges that I learned more about myself. And um, so really, I would say that if I had to pick one thing looking back, it would be when I didn't listen to my own intuition. That was probably, um, if I was looking for a common theme of, of times that I've sort of taken a step back or the failure, you know, whatever it is you want to call it, it was not listening to myself over and above the guidance that we receive from, you know, people who are well-meaning that want to kind of help you along your way when I kind of turned my decision-making skills over to them over and above listening to my own intuition. 
So be specific, Sheila. This is about your journey. Take us down to the ground level to an actual situation where you had this challenge and you overcame it. Yeah, I would say the best example is from my my own personal life where, um, you know, growing up, going back to my my story of of coming to my, you know, healthiest and fittest self, all through high school and college, I had a lot of really big self-esteem issues. And I was really trying to sort of measure up by looking a certain way, by being beautiful and by being thin. That's how I felt like I would be beautiful, by being thin. And, you know, trying to measure up according to the media standards or what I thought that other people believed was beautiful over and above what I knew about myself, that I was beautiful even if I wasn't the skinniest girl around or, or whatever, that would, I would say, would be one of the, the biggest challenges that I've, that I've faced and gone through and come out of that really has made me into the person that I am today. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. And let's move to the other end of the spectrum now, because just like an entrepreneur's journey is riddled with challenges and obstacles and failures, we also have these great aha moments, these little inspirations that just keep us going forward every day. You've already alluded to a great one where you were just having issues with jewelry being knotted at the bottom of your bag and your husband was having footprints on his nice, clean, pressed white shirts because you guys were really prioritizing working out and exercising, but you're having a hard time fitting it into an active, full-spectrum lifestyle. Can you share with us, Fire Nation, an aha moment that you had that you feel was really special and how you turned that moment into success? Um, I would say that the aha moment was really us coming, you know, coming to this place where we realized that we could create our own bag, that we could be entrepreneurs, that we could get the resources and find our way, you know, as a business owner who had never owned a business before. We both came from the corporate world, so we, you know, didn't know anything about having a business or running it, but, but you know, really thinking, okay, let's just start. Like, you know, how do you eat an elephant or however that saying goes? You just take it, you know, one bite at a time, one little thing at a time. And so that's really, I think the biggest aha for us was in the beginning when we were like, you know what, we don't know what we're doing, but we can figure it out. And so, you know, we, we start researching, we go online, we check out great books like the four hour work week that gave you tons of resources. And, and then you just start going, taking those steps and finding your way throughout, you know, all the information that you need to gather in order to really do and accomplish what it is that you want to be able to accomplish. Take us through some of those early days, Sheila, because those are such fascinating times when we really don't know what we're doing. We're just trying to get our heads wrapped around what it means to be an entrepreneur, what it means to make a product or a business. Take us back to those early days and share with Fire Nation some really valuable insights that you gained from those days. Just re- researching, using Google, you know, I mean, like going online and I, I, most of the resources that we have gathered were really from us being resourceful and just saying, okay, where can I find this information? Going online, talking to people, reaching out to people who were already doing what it is that we wanted to do or something similar, like in another field. Um, and talking to them and basically interviewing them, asking them questions about, you know, okay, what it, what is it that you did? What would you have done differently had you, you know, if you could have gone back? What challenges did you come along, um, come upon along the way that, you know, that you would have liked to have some 
the, some guidance on or been able to, you know, maybe had a little bit more, um, you know, information about before you got there and just, and just asking questions really, you know, just, um, and then be not being hard on yourself if you make mistakes, because we certainly have made our share of mistakes along the way, but really, you know, that's where you learn again, that's where you learn what it is that you're doing and then you become more comfortable with it. And then, you know, mistakes aren't that big of a deal. You just say, okay, well, I'm going to try something different and we're going to go in this other direction now that we know what we know. And, you know, all we can do is go from here. So speaking of different directions, take us through the evolution of your product, the bag itself. How did it start as far as what did it look like? What did it actually encompass? How did it progress? How did it evolve as a product? Basically, we went through and found you know, we, we studied a lot of different bags that are out there on the market, and we actually went into other types of bags besides just sport bags. We, we looked at golf bags, we looked at baby um, diaper, diaper bags, and we just really kind of picked out all the different organizational features of each of them that we really liked, and then we put our own spin on them. And then we found materials that, you know, we were interested in using, and, and we got very specific about um, the you know the ballistic that we're using is a really high quality ballistic, and the hardware on the bags is the highest quality. You know we wanted to make sure that we use actual metal hardware so that it wasn't going to break or fall apart. And the zippers are the highest quality. And so we took all of that information that we gathered and we went to our manufacturer who we found online through connection, who you know referred us to them. And it basically, it was it couldn't have worked out more perfectly because we love the manufacturer, but it's not someone that we you know, we, we wouldn't have found them had we not reached out to people in the industry and, and did what I was talking about, asking questions and getting to know them and so forth. And so we went to our manufacturer and basically told him what we wanted. And he created a prototype from that description and from the drawings that we had sent to him. And then we basically communicated with him via video. Like he sent us the samples and then we would review the samples on video and send him the video so he could watch basically all the things that we wanted him to change or tweak or, or different things like that. Um, and then, you know, we went through about four different revisions on the prototypes and then we eventually got the final version and then we placed our order. Wow. So once you actually got that final product in hand, ready to be put to the, out to the public, ready to be shipped, what then? Well, um, up to that point, we had been sharing our health and fitness journey on our website. So it started out, Live All 360 actually started as a blog. And so all along this time, because, it, you know, I remember I said it took us two years. So we, throughout that time, we were blogging about health and fitness and we were kind of prepping people. They knew that we had a product coming that we were working on and that it was a bag. And so we were promoting it not vaguely, but we were promoting it up to that point, but we really didn't talk a ton about it because I didn't really want to set people up to start getting irritated because it was taking so long, you know? So we just kind of alluded to it, but continued to share great information. And then when it was ready for us to launch it, we had a big launch and we, we did a giveaway. We, we reached out to all of the, our, um, you know, uh, colleagues and, and friends in the fitness world. And we asked for, 
contributions to this giveaway so that we had products that we could sort of put into the bag. So it was called the What's in Your Bag giveaway. And we really got a lot of hype that way through the giveaway, like allowing people to enter by tweeting and Facebooking and things like that, leaving comments on our website. And then I also did an outreach to Healthy Living Bloggers, and we chose a handful of different people and we sent them a bag to review and some of them did their own giveaways with it some of them kept them and used the bags themselves and that really helped too because then it was kind of like we were you know seemingly everywhere all at once and that's kind of you know that's what we were shooting for is for people to see us all over the place on the internet and healthy living websites and fitness you know people using our bags and then to to really realize that, you know, wow, this is something that I need to know about. So we, we really kind of prepped our marketing beforehand so that when we were ready to launch, it just kind of hit the ground running. What's something marketing-wise that worked really well that kind of surprised you as far as you just didn't expect it to do so well that it did? I would say reaching out to magazines and editors myself because that's really what we've done to create all of the um, – media features that we have. We haven't, we've paid, like I would say that we have spent less than $500 on marketing period over wow. the, the past, yeah, since 2008 when we started. So, I mean, it, it's, it's really just a matter of reaching out to people and being honest about who you are and not trying, like I've never tried to fake that we were like a big company and pretending, you know, like we have all of these marketing dollars. Really, I just say, hey, you know, this is who we are. This is what we've created. We're really passionate about it. We're really, you know, are, we genuinely want to help people. And we think that this product will really help them. And it's something that, that you might be interested in learning more about. And, you know, basically leaving it up to them, whether or not we send them a sample, we start a conversation, if they're interested in featuring us, you know, that it kind of goes from there. But but mainly just being a real human being and reaching out to people, I think, is the biggest thing where it was like, wow, that really worked. And, you know, we haven't paid for PR, which can be really expensive to have a PR company going out and doing that same thing for you. Did you ever consider trying to get your product on Shark Tank? Actually, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. We've been watching since the beginning, and actually just this year we were like, okay, you know, I think we're to the point where we're ready. Like, we're, we're ready, and we, we feel comfortable about it. So we did. We, we um, sent in the email and said, hey, you know, this is who we are, and, and we'll see, you know, in the next year if that's something that comes about. Well, I will keep my eyes open because I watch the show every Friday. I love it. It's great, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Sheila, have you had an I've Made It moment? You know, it's funny because I think I probably should have that more often, but I've always, you know, my husband and I joke, it's like things that you think that are going to make you really excited when they happen, finally happen. And then you're like, oh, but wait, I'm focused on this next thing. So I'm like, oh, I've already set that next peak where I'm, I'm shooting for that next, you know, level of achievement. And, and really we, we have to kind of force ourselves to take a step back and really celebrate these different things like where we make it into a magazine or multiple different magazines or where we, you know, last year after Christmas, we sold through our entire inventory because we had a feature and experience life magazine and it was such a hit. And so those are things where it's kind of like, whoa, that's a big deal, you know, and or we made it into Equinox um, gyms and now, you know, we're being sold at various Equinox gyms throughout the country. And those are really big sort of moments in, in this, you know, creating this business 
Um, and I do feel it, but I don't think I feel it to the same level as I thought that I would. Now, I love your perspective on this, Sheila, because every entrepreneur really looks at this question differently, which is why I always continue to ask it. And it's so important as entrepreneurs that we do have these goals that we hit and we really just strive hard and make it to those lofty goals. And then we need to step back and really say, hey, wow, we have come a long way. I've made this product. I've made this service and it is successful because it's about the journey. Entrepreneur Fire is about your journey. So I'm glad that you're enjoying your journey and the milestones that you're hitting. And I definitely hope you continue to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So Sheila, you have a lot of cool things going on in your business right now, but if you had to just share with us, Fire Nation, one thing that's really exciting you about Live Well 360 right now, what would that be? I would say the growth that we're having now into retail where, you know, um, we're really starting to connect with more retailers that are interested in having us in their boutiques or the retail shops. And it's, it's really opening up a whole new door and, and focus. And it's, I don't know, it feels really exciting to me because now we're, we're talking to people and we're actually having more and more retailers coming to us, asking us to come and and work with them versus the other way around where we're going out and, and searching out retailers to work with. Um, and so that's a really big one, I would say. And just out of curiosity, what kind of capacity do you have to create bags? I mean, on what kind of quantity level? Well, it's, it's ever increasing really. I mean, we're a small company, we're self-funded. And so we're, you know, it's, it's, it's been very organic up to this point, but, um, every year we, we keep doubling, you know, our, our output and, um, you know, I would say last year we went through, I would say a thousand bags, something like that. And so this year we're on, we're on schedule to do pretty much twice that. Wow. So it's great that you can actually fulfill orders as they come in. Is it kind of the process that that goes through? Well, it's tricky because we have about a three month lead time because we produce overseas. And so that's really the, it's kind of an art to balance that, make sure that you know, as best as we can, we are placing orders so that we that we don't run out of stock again. But, you know, if it happens, it happens. And then we just continue to grow from here. I mean, I would rather run out of stock than to have way too much stock. So, you know, it's just kind of where we're at in the moment. And as we continue to grow, I, I see that happening less and less. Sheila, what is your vision for the future? We just want to continue growing this company and reaching more and more people and, and giving them you know, bag resources, different things that really help to make this lifestyle for the serious fitness enthusiast something that they really enjoy. And so, you know, we're really focused on organizational things like bags. We want to continue and, and we have three bag styles right now. We want to make at least two more and um, make them in multiple different colors. But, you know, I, I don't see us like expanding to the point where we have like dozens of different bag styles we really just want to focus on what we know like basically the the basics you know have the basic bags that we that we feel are the best solutions that we can offer and then continue to refine them and work with our customers to provide them with the different features and things that they are asking for awesome stuff well i look forward to following the progress of live well 360 
And on that note, Sheila, we've reached my favorite part of the show. We've now entered the lightning rounds. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions. And you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Sounds great. (laughs) All right. What was one thing that was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I would say it was fear. Fear of not being good enough. Um, Yeah, that's the biggie. What is the best business advice that you ever received? I would say it was from um, David Culliner, who was one of my mentors along the way. And he said, design the business that is right for you. This is your business. You're the boss. Love that. What's something that's working for you or your business right now? I would say against media outreach. So talking to the different magazines, editors, things like that myself. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with Fire Nation? You know, my go-to resource is my iCal. I just put everything into my calendar. So that's really where I put my to-do list. If I have something that I need to do, I just schedule it into my calendar and then it's in there and I have time for it. And so that's, that's kind of like my, my best friend, my scheduler. What business book would you like to recommend to Fire Nation? I would say, you know, the four-hour work week was instrumental for us. And even going back and looking at it again and again, I still find little things like little nuggets that I didn't catch the first time. So, you know, I would say definitely the four-hour work week. Awesome. Well, listen, Sheila, this is the last question, but it's my favorite. It's kind of a tricky one. So just take your time, digest it, and then come back at us with an answer. If you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew nobody, all you had were $500, a computer with internet access, your food and shelter was completely taken care of, what would you do in the next seven days? Wow. That's a fun question. (laughs) Have fun with it. I would just just start... Go, you know, going out and talking to people, meeting people, going going to different places, and you know, meeting people that have like interests, like finding you know, I love travel, scuba diving, things like that. Going and doing those types of things, and and making friends along the way. And you know, I, I, the relationships that I've developed that have been the best relationships have have been kind of came together in that sort of way where it was like you just meet people that are interested in things that you're doing that, that you know, like, like-minded people and then you end up clicking and, and really, you know, making good friends that way. So I think that's what I would do is just go out, start really just living my life to the fullest and, and seeing where that would lead me, whether that's through travel and doing things like that or, or what. Okay, but none of these people speak English. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sheila, I'm, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> so listen, Sheila, you have given us some great actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then give yourself a plug, and then we'll say goodbye. I would just say, give yourself a break. You know, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't feel like you have to know everything. Don't feel like you have to be perfect. Just allow yourself to figure it out as you go and have fun with it. And then, you know, you can find us on uh, at livewell360.com. We're um, at livewell360 on Twitter. And on Facebook, it's forward slash livewell360. Sheila, thank you so much for your time, your insights, your information. Fire Nation, We salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. 
Awesome. Thanks for having me. Okay, Fire Nation, are you inspired enough to start your entrepreneurial journey? I've created a free step-by-step video that will walk you through the process of buying your domain, installing WordPress, and creating your first post all in under seven minutes. Visit entrepreneuronfire.com slash blue to find out more and take your entrepreneurial leap today. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.